Hey guys, what really happened with that tentative deal between the Real Housewife of New Jersey husbands? Okay, first off, I just wanted to say that I have um, Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants playing in the background because I don't know, whenever I do my podcasts, I just kind of carry my equipment with me around the house while I'm doing other things, which is one of the reasons why I love podcasts because in my other um, platforms, my other social media platforms, especially on YouTube, It's like, you know, I can't do the same stuff unless it's like you guys want to see my forehead, my ceiling, a picture of, you know, me talking with the camera up my nose. It's, it's, you know, (laughs) but with like a podcast, I could just basically walk around, do other stuff. And yeah, so currently watching SpongeBob SquarePants because I don't know, I was just staring at my empty TV screen and I'm just like why am I staring at an empty TV screen I could just put the TV on but anyway we're going to get to what this uh, you know house husband show that was floating around that rumor we're we're going to get into that today okay so there's been rumors going around that Louis Morales the husband of Teresa Giudici is the reason that Joe Gorga Joe Benino that's the submissive husband of Margaret Josephs. And Frank Catania lost a deal with a network that's not a part of NBC to do their own show. That is false. Okay, maybe that's what Frank and Joe B believe. You know, maybe they believe that it was Louis's fault. But I think it's because Joe Gorga put that in, in their heads. Because everyone is basically using Louis as a scapegoat for everything from like the economy to inflation to world hunger. <laughs> so, um, and not to mention the gorgeous, ridiculous spin of why they should get 50% of a pizza deal that they put absolutely no money in. Now, Louis has said in the reunion that the reason why they're sitting in a warehouse is because the ovens are trademarked. So I don't understand what Joe Gorka was going with all this stuff. He says that he had his um, Melissa's nephew had the connection in China for the supplier. Well, if it wasn't about money and that was their nephew, why didn't they just continue on with the deal when Louis and Teresa pulled out? Because it was about the money. They didn't have the money. Louis dropped a $110,000 check. And besides from that, there was also another $25,000 that he had given to Teresa's nephew which we're going to get into that on another episode. So this guy is basically being used as a cash cow. Now, the legalities of it is obviously if something is trademarked, you cannot go and try to sell it yourself. So not only did they want it Louis to be the money man, but they also wanted him to be the patsy, to be the fall guy for when shit hits the fan. Because again, they're trademarked by this New Jersey pizzeria called Columbia Pizzeria. I think it's in Montclair, New Jersey somewhere. Anybody in New Jersey? I don't go to New Jersey. I'm from New York City. So like, why would I go to New Jersey? You know what I mean? Like (laughs) the only times, the only time I ever went to New Jersey was to go to Atlantic City and also to go, um, to go shopping. Like when I was younger, I used to take the PATH train into um, New Jersey to go shopping because they don't have like tax on sales, I think. Uh, oh, sales. What the hell am I talking about? They don't have tax on clothes. Um, this was years and years ago, though, when I was a little kid. I don't know if that's still how it how it is. But then New York City changed it where there was no tax on clothes up to $100. So yeah, I really had no reason to go to New Jersey anymore. I don't know if New York changed the tax laws with 
it's it's been a while since I've lived in New York City. I mean, New York City is where I grew up and it's my hometown. But I haven't lived in New York City for like, oh geez, for for about thirteen years. My husband's in the military, so I, I haven't lived. I haven't lived there for a really long time, <laughs> but it's still home. It's still where all my family is, and it's where I grew up and where I'm from. So, it's home, although it's not. <laughs> all right, I'm going to get into the dumpster gossip. It is steaming hot tea. Are you guys ready? Okay. So there was a lot of speculation that the network was HGTV, but the network I heard that they were shopping around was actually A and E, and it was not a secure deal. Now, if you guys have listened to the recent.、Um, Episode of Two Teas in a Pod. Frank Catania was on it, and you know the girls had asked him some questions about Louis. Which, by the way, I mean I heard such disappointment in their voice when Frank basically confirmed that Louis is a financially well-off guy. You could just hear it when they said, "Oh, <laughs> like it was, it was so disappointing to them." And you know, like I said, I do think there is a lot of jealousy. Amongst the housewives, even in different franchises, because Charissa really is the only housewife where, when you think of her franchise, you think of her. You think of Charissa when you think of Real Housewife of New Jersey, and she really is the only housewife that production Bravo and whoever they actually stop. Producing the show to wait for her to literally come out of jail, like they stopped filming to wait for her to come out of jail. Yes, I know they did that. Teresa checking in, but it was only a couple of episodes, and the rest of the cast was not filming until,、um, like, they did not pick up production until Teresa came out of jail. And also, as of today, she is the longest original cast member of any franchise. She is the only cast member who has been in there from day one until current status. And second runner-up is Kyle Richards. She is also、um, on on her franchise. She's the longest surviving cast member. But overall, if you put everything everybody together, she's the only one who's been a full-time cast member. And, and the longest one of her franchise and of all the Bravo franchises. Of housewives, okay. So, if you guys are wondering, like, what shows A and E are like really well known for? They had、uh, Wahlburgers, you know, and then they had the spinoff, which was、um, Jenny McCarthy and her husband. And it's not Mark, right? Because Mark is like the cute guy who was doing the Calvin Klein underwear. So it was the oh Donnie. Okay, they had Donnie left Jenny. Then they had the Wahlburgers, which had the Wahlberg family on there. Um, they also gave us Duck Dynasty, and they gave us Growing Up Gotti. So,、um, so A and E, they, you know, they they're known for their own reality TV shows, which is we're, we're going to get into why I think this was all just Joe Gorga blowing smoke up everybody's ass. But okay, so. Now maybe Margaret was going around putting life into this whole smear campaign rumor because that's what she's actually guilty of doing to Louis and Teresa. If you guys go onto my TikTok and onto my YouTube and even onto my blog website, I actually have a clip up of、um, the season eleven episode five where they are、um, in the what the hell are they? They're in Teresa's pool party. She just had her pool redone and or, or like renovated or whatever and.、Um, 
the guests there are a real estate woman named Michelle. She was trying to sell Teresa's old mansion. And her husband, this guy named Jonathan, who who had did like some business dealing with Joe Gorga, which was a huge mistake. But the reason why I'm bringing up that clip and watch that clip is only about like a minute long, but watch it because she says to Michelle, Melissa says to Michelle, like, oh, you guys are doing like this smear campaign. So this is something that she have, has already like used in the past. And remember, this is season 11. So this is way before Teresa even knew who the hell Louie was. This was way before Louie ever met Teresa. We're, we're in season 13. This was in season 11. So... Um, in season 11, episode five, you know, when Melissa says, oh, well, you, you're putting out this like smear campaign. So I kind of feel like this is a, th a, a phrase that they are familiar with using to like kind of deflect and, and to put a narrative and a spin on anybody who comes up with stuff about them. And, you know, they're really jumping on the bandwagon of the whole quote unquote smear campaign narrative, especially this year and especially with Louie. Okay, so like I said, maybe that was just Margaret going around putting life into this whole smear campaign rumor because that's what she's actually guilty of doing to Louie and Teresa. And then the M&M team used that as a talking point. If you say a lie enough times, eventually you'll get people to believe it. However, the more likely scenario is completely something else concerning Joe Gorka, aka Josephina, aka the guy who loves committing the crime of theft of services or goods basically you don't pay for stuff that you received or for services you receive it's like death of services is the crime that they charge you with if you are like i don't know at ihop and you eat all their pancakes and then you skip out on the bit uh, on the bill or you walk up walk out on the check then like if you get arrested or if ihop calls the cops on you the the crime that you would be charged with is death of services Moving on. Okay, do you guys remember Michelle Pius and Jonathan uh, Steingarber? I think that's how you pronounce his last name. No? Well, that's okay, because I don't remember them either. <laughs> Until I went dumpster diving for gossip. Okay, so again, season 11, episode 5. John confronts Joe Gorga at Teresa's pool party about not paying him $10,000 for the services that he provided for Joe's Growing with Gorga event. John even says to him, why would I do all of this for free? What do I get out of it? And Joe Gorga actually gets so cocky about himself saying it's because John wants to ride on his quote unquote coattails. FYI, if you guys are wondering what really happened between Louie and Joe's pizza oven deal, then look no further than that clip of Joe Gorga gaslighting John for le for basically death of services render. I mean, that clip basically foreshadows or basically explains what happened between Louie and Joe because it, it's playing out in real time with what he was trying to do with John Steingerber. Okay, so... Moving on, as karma would have it, Michelle and John actually ended up getting their own show on the A&E Network this year. It premiered in February, and it was something that Joe Gorga was trying to pitch to the network. Again, just like with the pizza oven, stealing someone else's idea and claiming it as his own. Just like that huge embarrassment in 2018 when he was caught using pictures of someone else's house on Instagram and claiming that he renovated the house, which was an embarrassing lie when the owner came 
came out and was like, I've had no renovations done. I've owned this house for years. I have no idea who Joe Gorka even is. Like I know he, I know him from the TV show, but like I, I've never met the guy. And it was a shamelessly embarrassing lie that he was caught in. And then of course he tried to spin it and say, you know, like he hired some social media person who like put it up and blah, 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 which I don't believe for a second. Okay. So Within the real estate and construction industry in New Jersey, Joe Gorga is notorious for skimping out on the on the bill. His MO is that he likes to go around saying that he's a man of his words. For the most part, people give him the benefit of the doubt until he burns them. You know, it's one of those gentleman agreements that are done on handshakes, especially with small business owners. And that's who he likes to do business with, small businesses, because he knows better than to try his BS with a corporation, with a big company, because a big corporation would actually go and sue him. Like, um, County Concrete, you know, I think they have like 200 employees. So they're not a huge company, but they're also not really what you would think of as like a local business or like a small time business. You know, they're, they're kind of like middle of the road, but they have enough resources and revenues to actually go and sue them, get a lawsuit out of, out of Gorka for skimping on the bill. Now, Gorga's bill was only $30,000, but because of all of this nonsense, they're tacking on like a 70,000, actually more than 70,000. They're tacking on like the, the what, what their final asking price to the judge is $110,000. All of that because Joe Gorga didn't want to pay $30,000. But anyway, going on. Okay. So first I want to make clear that they never had a deal. There were talks going on and that was what they were pitching, or at least that was what Joe Gorga was pitching. And that was what he was telling Frank and Joe B, but there was never any contracts or green light for a show. Also, Annie is not a part of the NBC network and neither is HGTV. So I don't know how Joe Gorga thought he was going to be filming simultaneously for Bravo or for A&E or for HGTV because neither one of those belong under the NBC umbrella. They belong to two completely different parent networks. I was curious about that, as I know for a fact that a network would never have allowed one of its main cast members to promote another network. There was like no way that Joe Gorga would have been able to have a show on HGTV and Melissa would have thought that she was going to stay on Bravo in the Bravo universe on Real Housewife of New Jersey. It just wouldn't happen. So that was my first like aha moment of like why I decided to go deep diving into this because it didn't make sense. I know there was a lot of rumors that the network was HGTV, but I heard it was A&E. So I, but, but it didn't matter whether it was HGTV or A&E because like both networks belong to different parent networks. Neither one of them are affiliated with NBC. So like there was no way that Bravo would have allowed that. Like maybe Bravo would have allowed them to go on to like the E network or oxygen or something like that, because those companies do fall on their NBC universal, like even Telemundo, like if they wanted to get onto Telemundo, I don't think Bravo would have ha had like a big uproar about it because again, it falls under the NBC universal umbrella but HGTV does not. HG, HGTV is part of, I think, Warner Brothers. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, and, and then I think um, 
A&E is part of Disney. Again, I'm not really sure. Don't quote me on that. But what I do know for a fact and what I am sure of is that neither HGTV or A&E is part of NBC Universal. Okay, so... Well, it turns out because the community of real estate and construction industry in New Jersey are so well known to each other, what happened was that Joe Gorga actually found out about Michelle and John's pitch to A&E. And when he found out about it, he was trying to weasel it away from John and Michelle by promoting himself as this big quote unquote celebrity, thinking that A&E would be more interested in a star like him who is more familiar on TV screens than John and Michelle were. Because again, no shade to John or Michelle, but I forgot like who the hell they even were until I did this deep dive to find out what the hell was going on because none of this made sense. So yeah, so it, I mean, you know, I, I do believe it. I do believe that Gorka was probably going to whoever he could get to and, and saying like, oh, you don't want them. You don't want John and Michelle. Like, you know, they only, the only reason why anybody who even knows what they were because they came on to like my show, which is not his show, it's Teresa's show, but I'm sure in his head he thinks it's his show. But I'm sure that's what he said, you know, so he was like trying to promote himself as this big star. Okay, so however, A&E was not interested in the trio of house husband, especially because of what was circulating around that time when when they were getting pitched for um, this show, this construction show, this house flipping show about Joe Gorga and BravoCon. Okay, so BravoCon, him and uh, Jennifer Aiden, they had it, this altercation and you know, Bravo doesn't like talking about it. I think there might be some localities and that's why they don't like talking about it. But that was circulating around the reality TV world amongst the producers and executives. And so that was one of the reasons. There were other reasons too, when he was trying to pitch his show and as well as John and Michelle basically telling the ANU network what a dirtbag Joe Gorga is. Ultimately, as her TV can validate, A&E decided to go with John and Michelle's pitch for flipping homes instead. So, again, you know, when I asked, so I I was saying to my source, like, okay, well, that still doesn't make sense, even if it wasn't HGTV and it was A&E that he was trying to pitch to. Like, it it doesn't make sense to me because, again, A&E is a different network. has a different parent network and so does HGTV so like how how would he have been on either one of them without like just not filming at all or or, or like how would that not jeopardize like their spouses I mean Frank probably doesn't care because you know Dolores is with Polly so Frank was probably just like whatever but like what about the two Joes and the the guy that I talked with who gave me all this dumpster gossip, he was like, well, that's why I'm telling you that this is just Joe Gorga blowing smoke up their asses. Like he, he didn't have no deal. There was no talks. There was no contract negotiations. This was probably just Joe Gorga trying to come up as if he was a big shot. Like when he said to um, Jonathan, like, oh, well, you know, you did all this stuff for free because you were trying to ride on my coattail. Like he actually said that, watch the clip. I have it on my website. I have it on my YouTube and I have it on my TikTok. Like when, when Jonathan says to him, why would I do all of this for free? Like, why would I go out of my way to 
do all this stuff for your event for free and like he actually says you did it to ride my coattails like what coattails how was he getting anything out of it but this is what this guy actually thinks of himself so like my source when i was saying to him like well this doesn't make sense whether it's hgtv or a and e how does any of this make sense he was like, well, that's what I'm saying to you that like, you know, it, there probably was no deal. This was just Joe Gorka blowing smoke up everybody's asses and Joe B and Frank, they're obviously believing his bullshit. And there you have it.